Welcome back to We Talk Too Much. I'm Liz, and obviously this is Fiona. <laughs> uh, so, because of schooling, uh, Fiona right now is in Arkansas for school. So Hello. we are doing um we are doing um our podcast through the internet. Thank you, internet. You know? <laughs> yep. And uh so I'm home and she's home and we are doing it over Discord. So if there are any technical difficulties during this, please excuse it. That is the reason. Thank you. Um so today we're going to be talking about some fun stuff uh, during our film portion. We're going to be talking about good old comic book movies and uh, because we watched Wonder Woman 84 uh, a few weeks ago, but in this episode we're going to be talking about it because it's the most recent thing we've watched together. But just to yep. start off. How are we feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good. Today's my birthday. Yeah. Turning 19. Nasty 19. Yeah. <laughs> nasty. <laughs> Ooh, nasty. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to be very nasty. It's probably going to be pretty boring. Probably yeah. just like last year, but... Yeah. Hey. Hopefully... <laughs> Hopefully the year itself though is better. <laughs> That's what yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah. But so I mean I'm doing pretty good, you know. We just started doing school and it's going pretty well. I have a lot on my plate because I am dumb enough to be going into the medical field. Not dumb enough, but um I guess brave enough to be going into the medical field cuz it's a lot it's a lot for my brain to process. But, yeah. I mean, from it being the first week, I feel like I feel like this school year, like this semester, will do will go pretty well. You know? You think so? Yeah. I hope so. I'm pretty worried. Why? Because I have a couple classes that just seem harder than last semester. Like World Lit and Speech. Yikes. Yeah, I didn't like my... Well, I didn't necessarily not like my comm class, but I just, like, I'm not a huge fan of, like, like public speaking and having to film myself, I guess. But for, like, like this kind of thing, I'm okay with because it's chill, you know? It's relaxed. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to be graded on it. But, like, when I have to stand up and speak in front of a camera with a prepared speech... And not be able to like edit it at all, it, I it just puts so much like pressure on my anxiety, on like my speaking anxiety. Yeah, but I mean, I totally get where you're coming from, because I, I mean, I didn't like I said, I I didn't necessarily not like it. It just it made me feel anxious. But luckily, our professor was super chill, so like I did really well in that class. <laughs> I'm I'm taking it online. There was an option to take it in person, mm -hmm. but I was like, you know what? I would just rather do it online. Yeah. And since uh since the COVID-19 pandemic's going on, I don't have to speak in front of like a live audience, which is amazing. I know, right? Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like filmed in front of a live studio audience. Not a fan. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously I had to speak in front of people, but, like, people were watching it. Like, only a few people would watch it instead of, like, the whole class. Because, like, yeah. basically we would, like, do a speech and then we would reflect on it ourselves. And then, like, four other people had to watch it and comment on it. And I felt okay with that because it wasn't, like, the whole class was, like, like, a whole class of people was sitting in front of me and being, like, Okay, raise your hand if you liked it, and raise your hand if she really sucked ass, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so that's one of the perks, I guess, of being online. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, 
speaking of school and COVID-19, um, how do you feel about maybe graduating early? Because you were telling me uh, that you were going to be graduating early and you kind of told me how you felt, but not entirely. Well, I'm all for it, to be honest. <laughs> um, I feel kind of bad because uh, my aunts are paying for my school mm. and I don't think they expect me to like pay them back. I hope so. Not. I want them to spend as little money as yeah. possible. <laughs> and if I can do it, if I can finish early, then then I want to. Yeah. You know. I think like I like I I have the option of like not like you like I wouldn't graduate like a year early, but I I think I have the option because of the number of credits that I have, uh, from like high school and AP stuff. Um, that I have the option to graduate like a semester early but then yeah it kind of scares me because like when I get my degree and then I'll eventually go into grad school like what what am I gonna do you know like I kind of have a plan but I'm also like I have no idea what it's gonna be like in like grad school because like grad school is like I know it's gonna be way harder it's gonna be more expensive and I'm going to be drowning in student debt <laughs> unless yeah. like unless like my Aunt Helen is just like, hey, I'll help you out because she's a nurse. So she understands, you know, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, my sister is going into the medical field and she's like a few days ago when she was here for the weekend. She was like not a few days ago, like a week ago when she was here for the weekend. I just saw her like crying and i was like what's wrong and she was like trying to be a cardio cardio something surgeon is gonna be so hard and i was like <laughs> okay so it, i don't know it just kind of scared me you know it gave me like a moment of realization like am i making the right decision yeah i get that i mean i'm also pretty uncertain about you know what I could do with my degree. Um, and I started taking a, a like career life planning class. Yeah. But all we've done so far is like a personality quiz sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. And like those help somewhat, but I don't know. So it's not necessarily like my dream to like to go into the medical field it's just it kind of seems like I don't want to say I'm going like the safe road or whatever like I totally am into what I'm like I totally feel like it would be fun and stuff yeah but it's just like it's not like my first option of like my dream job or whatever you know what I mean well what's your dream job I mean I've always wanted to do something with writing. Like, when I was younger, I was always like, oh, I want to be an author. But then on, like, another side of my head, I would be like, oh, my gosh, I want to be, like, a criminal profiler. But then I was like, that sounds so scary. Yeah. Dealing with serial killers and stuff. Like, I could not do that. I just am not made for that. You know? Yeah. But... I mean, something with writing would be super fun, like screenwriting or like a journalist. But I mean, journalism is dead nowadays. So like I would make no money that way. Yeah. So I just feel like it's a good bet to go on the path that I'm going on right now. I mean, yeah. You definitely need more like nurses and stuff. Like it's an important job. Yeah. Well, I mean. Well, because, like, what I'm doing is optometry, so, like, another good thing about it is it's, like, dermatology, so, like, insurance only pays for so much. Yeah. So, like, I'd be making that big bank. I mean, that's not the whole reason I'm going to be doing it, obviously. I want to help people. Wow, exploiting people for needing glasses. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. No, I mean, exploiting people who have bad vision. I mean, I have bad vision myself. I want to help people be able to see the street signs at night, you know? 
because I personally yeah. can't. But I mean, what's like, what's your dream job? Um, well, I don't really have a dream job in the sense we were doing this brainstorming paper for my speech class to like come up mm-hmm. with like possible like speech ideas. Yeah. And one of them, I had to like list speech topics like about my dream job. And I just put down freelance artist because it was like, it said like fantasy job. So I'm like, oh, I could pick something really unrealistic that I probably won't end up doing. Yeah. But I don't know, like finding a job with like financial stability is like really important to me because I get kind of like nervous Mm. about, uh, you know, will I have enough money to eat? Stuff like that. Um, But yeah, I mean, in an ideal world where, you know, this is the socialist side of me coming out. You know, if everyone got the same amount of money and we could just live how we want, I would just make art because I like making art. Yeah. Like, there wasn't, like, a a classist society that we live in. Yeah. But, I mean... I totally get that. I mean, as a kid, I just remember, like, from, like, a really early age, especially after the release of um, my favorite Pixar movie, Ratatouille, which is (laughs) Chef's Kiss, you know? That movie is so good. Yeah. And I, I guess, like, after that, I was like, I want to be a chef, you know? (laughs) Like, Gusto says everyone can cook. Wow, that's not what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to be like, I want to live out my dreams no matter <laughs> no matter what my financial um, situation is. Well, I mean, yeah. Not, I want to be a chef because he's a chef. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a chef like Remy. Yeah. I mean, because like, when I was a kid, I just remember like as like after that, I was obsessed with the movie. And I'm pretty sure that didn't have to do with the fact that it was about rats. I'm pretty sure it was everything to do with, like, the cooking aspect of it. Yeah. But also, like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I could not go to culinary school. It's way too expensive. And I cannot see myself as, like, being a chef, you know, of, like, my own restaurant or whatever. Like, it'd be totally fun to do. Yeah. Like, I love cooking, but I don't think I could do it, like, professionally. Wait, you knew the concept of money back then? Okay. I feel like I didn't learn (laughs) until, like, the third grade what money actually was. No, like, it was, like, in, it was, like, maybe, like, in the eighth grade when, like, everyone was putting huge pressure on, like, like, in our school district, they were like, you need to have a plan, and you yeah. need to know what you want to do, and blah, blah, blah. Like, right before high school. Yeah. So, like, eighth grade was, like, the year when I was, like, filing through all my options. Like, do I want to be a musician? No, that makes no money. Do I want to be an artist? No, that makes no money. Do I want to be a writer? I don't know. Maybe. You know? And it just, it, like... I would totally love to be a chef in, like, Paris or something. Yeah. But, I mean, with the economy nowadays and, like, by the age that we're actually getting, like, professional jobs and settling down and and stuff in, like, an odd, like, 10, 15 years, you know, I don't think that will really be a possibility, you know? Yeah. So, I'm going down the medical route. I hope it's the right one. I really hope so, because if it isn't, I will be wasting a lot of money. So, I'm just hoping God's on my side for this one. Well, I'm doing it right. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I've kind of realized lately uh, that everyone, like, can't have a job that they, like, love. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a certain... At a certain point, you have to you know, separate your work and your, you know, the stuff you do for leisure. Yeah. People are like, don't get a job just because it makes good money. Get a job because, yeah. like, you love doing it. 
Or you can get a job that makes a lot of money and have time to do things that you love outside of work. You know, if if you aren't like working like a minimum wage job and you have to work like 60 hours a week to like pay for all your essentials, then yeah. you could do the things that you like. Yeah. I mean, and like nowadays, every single kid who's like 13 or 14, they're all like, I want to be a YouTuber or I want to be a TikToker or like a influencer or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, it's so easy to get famous and it's so easy to like try to get famous, but nothing happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like clout chasing is what every kid is doing nowadays. Yeah. It's insane. And, like, because, like, when we were, like, 13, 14, 15, they were, like, you need to know what you want to do right now. And, like, nowadays, it's still like that, but it's not as, I don't want to say it's, like, it's not as intense, you know? Like, parents are more like, yeah, be what you want to be, do what you want to do or whatever. And obviously, like, all parents should do that, you know, because they're parents. And, you know, you should just make sure that your kid is happy. But, yeah. like, I just remember when we were in school, like, in in middle school, it was just a lot more, they were a lot more, like, realistic, you know? Yeah, I guess. Because, like, there are only so many odds that you get famous on TikTok. Or, like, maybe one of your TikToks goes viral and you turn into the next Charlie D'Amelio. But that's not going to happen every time, you know? Yeah. I mean, I get it. Um, when people blow up on the internet, a lot of them go on to make, like, a really good amount of money. Especially nowadays. Yeah. I mean, everyone, or most people, would like to be loved and get paid for. Because, mm. honestly, that sounds pretty good, like, to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, on another side, you need to be realistic, you know? Yeah. It's like, are you going to spend, like, how much of your life are you going to be on social media or be an influencer? There's only a certain amount of time. Like, when I'm thinking, when I think of this, I think of, like, Charlie D'Amelio, right? Like, she's 15 years old or 16 or something like that. And, you know, she has millions of followers and people love her. But she's also a dancer. So, like, if she left TikTok, she could realistically go back into like dancing as her profession instead of doing TikTok. And since she already had TikTok, like since she got famous from TikTok, it'll be easier for her because she's already famous, you know? Yeah. But if you think of like like a YouTuber, like unless you're like Rhett and Link, because Rhett and Link started doing it when they were like 30 something. So they were already pretty aged, you know, when they started doing it. So, like, being older is kind of part of their brand. Yeah. But, like, if you're, like, James Charles, are you just going to... People are not going to watch him doing his makeup until he's, like, 55, you know? It just, like, it doesn't... It, it makes sense to me. Like, it makes money. It pays the bills. It gets you, you know, attention or whatever. It just... In my mind, I'm like, but that's not going to be your what you live off of for the rest of your life, you know? Yeah. But with a lot of, like, entertainment stuff like this, like YouTube and TikTok, I feel like it's also, like, a pretty good, like, networking um, opportunity for, like, the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, it's not necessarily a dead end if you can make it into something better yeah. or more yeah. like there's a lot of youtubers that are like going into different careers and stuff like on the side to get them obviously more money and more attention and whatever like lily singh she was on youtube for years and now she has a late night talk show yeah but her late night talk show has failed so badly because yeah people don't know her for that People don't like people don't like her 
They like her for her YouTube videos. They don't like her for being a weird, like, late night person who just, like, interviews people. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I don't, I'm not sure why she did that. I'm pretty sure her audience is not watching late night television. Yeah. Like, they're in bed. They're in bed. They're sleeping. <laughs> I think the time that, because, like, hers is called, hers is a little late. And it's on CBS, right? It's on CBS? Or is it on... No, it's on NBC. I have no idea. But yeah, it's on NBC. But it comes on after... Like, it's Jimmy Fallon is the earliest one from, like, 10.30 to 11.30. And then the late... Sh no, not the late show. It's just late... Something with Seth Meyers. He comes on after Jimmy Fallon. So his ends at, like almost one in the morning and then a little late starts at like one thirty in the morning <laughs> who is who yeah, is yeah that watching... is a little late <laughs> yeah. a little late for the late night television yeah who is watching live television at one thirty in the morning <laughs> like five and five days a week every single weekday no way uh-uh. Unless you're, like, super lonely and don't have a job, or you're, like, a kid that stayed up past your bedtime and you went on the wrong channel, you're not watching A Little Late with Lily Singh. Yeah. So, since we're talking about that, career-wise and stuff, to you, who do you think, like, inspires you? Like, who's... I don't want to say, like, who's your inspiration? But, like, who do you kind of, like, look up to or who did you used to look up to, like, when you were younger? For, like, career stuff? Yeah, like, career-wise or just, like, achievement-wise. I mean, no one. <laughs> who? Nobody. You've kind of just been, like, self-reliant? Yeah, I really just, like, the celebrities that I like, I like because... Of the work that they're in or the music that they make. Yeah. And then to a much smaller extent, the type of person that they are. <laughs> Have so, you, like, what about, like, when you were younger? When I was younger? Like, who did you, like, like, when you were younger, did you ever, like, look at someone and be like, oh my gosh, I want to be her? Because, mm. like, I feel like I had a few when I was younger. Um... Obviously, I had Remy the Rat, like I mentioned earlier, because anyone can cook. But that obviously wasn't like, I want to be Remy the Rat. I just wanted the talent or whatever. Um, but like when I think back to it, I think of like Disney Channel and stuff. And like I really looked up to like Hannah Montana. And I was like, oh my gosh, she can live a double life. Like, she can be super wow. cool at school, but then, like, be a pop celebrity. I don't know. That's, that's just, like, how... I wouldn't say that, like, I looked up to her or whatever, but that's just, like, a person that I thought, like, I wanted to be or whatever. Yeah. So, like, is there anyone that you can think of? Well, if I had to, like, uh, Becca from, P from Pitch Perfect. That was her name, I right? can see that. Yeah, I... I she was so, so uh, ambitious. Anna Kendrick's person? Yeah. Character? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, the Cup song was very popular when we were younger. Yeah. So you would say, but why? I really only liked her character because I had a crush on her. Okay. <laughs> that makes. Hey, that makes sense. I mean, like, yeah. I feel like I've obviously been in that same situation. If you yeah. And stuff. Like, <laughs> at first, whenever I was watching Criminal Minds, when I first started watching, like, Criminal Minds. Yeah. I, like, I only liked Reed because I thought that he was attractive. Like, I had a crush on him or whatever. Yeah. So I was only, like, I think I was, like, 14, maybe, or 13 when I started, like, watching it. Um. Like, that's when I found it was interesting. But, like, everything that he would say, you know, like, all the smart stuff or whatever, it just goes straight over my head. 
you know so like the only reason that like i liked him as my favorite character was because of because he was attractive i mean now it's different yeah like now as i rewatch it i'm like oh my gosh you know like what he makes sense like what he says is really like smart and intellectual and like researched or whatever it's not just because of how he looks but definitely when i was younger i was i would be like oh my gosh they're my favorite character because they're hot yeah <laughs> if i'm being completely honest yeah i was kind of shallow back then huh I mean, I haven't okay. really changed, but... We're, oh, don't say that. <laughs> you're not shallow. You're just very punctual and to the point. Let's just say that. Sure. Okay. You're real. Yeah. I'm a real one. <laughs> I'm a real boy. Okay. Uh, now, now that we've talked about our... Um, celebrity crushes kind of as children and our celebrity influencers we're gonna move on to our film portion of this week um or kind of like just i guess this podcast because our because thanks to apple podcast um our schedule has not been that um consistent but we will change that hopefully so in our film section for today we will be talking about like I said, superhero uh, things, because what did we watch? Wonder Woman 1984. That's what it's called, right? Wonder Woman 84. Yes. yes. So we're going to start this off with a little quiz by our, our great old, good old pals at BuzzFeed called, Which Superhero Are You? With great quiz comes great responsibility and this quiz includes both dc and marvel characters so we'll see we'll see which one we get what if we get the same one? Oh my gosh it'll be so much fun <laughs> so you have it pulled up right yeah i do all right are you ready for the first question yeah all right which club did you want to lead in high school av club drama club or age club, student council, speech and debate, fashion, art, French, or model UN? I don't know what I would do. Well, I know that I would do the art club, most likely. What do you think I would do? Uh, I, th I think I might do student council. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I don't know what 4-H club is, though. So I'm just going to go with student council. Okay, next question. What is your biggest weakness? You're too sensitive. You love too hard. You need control. You love attention. <laughs> you rely on others. You're too, quote unquote, big picture. You overwork yourself. Your ego. Oh, or you're too trusting. Like too trusting of others? Yeah, like... um. You trust too much. Probably like gullible in a sense. Like you're, you trust too easily. Like people can take advantage of you. Oh, that that's not that's not good. I mean, I guess yeah. it makes sense. What's your biggest weakness? What do you think yours is? Um, probably my ego. I mean, when you meet me, you probably won't think that. But yeah, I have this weird like. Uh, I don't know what to call it. Like, for some reason, I just think I'm, like, better than other people without any, like, actual, like, reasoning. Okay. I mean, hey, it's your ego. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what mine... Maybe mine would either be... I feel like mine is either you love too hard or you're too trusting. Because, like, I've lost a bunch of friend groups before. And that was because I trusted them. But also, um, I've been failed by a number of crushes because I fell in love with them too fast. I don't know if I would say that I fell in love with them, but I had like like intense feelings like way too early. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like which would you which which would you think would makes more sense? I don't know. I'm also very indecisive. That should be one of the, that should be one of the one of yeah. the options. 
Um, I don't know. To be honest, I don't see either of those as like a weakness. Yeah. I think I'm going to do that I love too hard. Okay. Okay. All right. Next question. Pick oh, a I already troubled- know what I'm picking. <laughs> Pick a troubled Leonardo-, Leonardo DiCaprio to save Inception Leo, The Departed Leo, What's Eating Gilbert Grape Leo, Man in the Iron Mask Leo, Romeo and Juliet Leo, Titanic Leo, The Aviator Leo, The Basketball Diaries Leo, or Oscarless Eo Leo. Eo. <laughs> what <laughs> what one do you think you do? Like what you said you knew from the start. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet. Really? I love that movie. It's so good. I've never seen that movie. I mean, obviously uh, I've read this, the sonnets in the play, but I've never seen like a film adaptation of it. It's so good. It's like a... Boz Lerman directed it, and it's like a modern adaptation. Like, they fight with like guns and shit. Like, I've been wanting so to cool. see it, but I haven't seen it. It's so cool, and it's so pretty. I think the one I'm going to do is Inception Leo because he just seemed really depressed and stressed yeah. in that movie and I just I want to help him, you know. Yeah. Oh gosh, this next question. I'm going to try my best to read it. Um, <laughs> it's the question is how do you usually laugh on the internet? First one. Capital L O L. Second one. Lowercase lol. They're different. Third one. Capital lolol. So like three lols. Yes. And then fourth one. Capital ha. And then capital ha ha ha. And then lowercase hee hee. And then lowercase heh. And then capital LOLs with a U and a Z. And then the oh last God. one is I don't laugh. Okay. Which is lame. I kind of I kind of want to do I don't laugh because it just seems funny um, to me. Yeah. Because I definitely laugh a lot. But I don't honestly like if I feel like the option that would make more sense to me was like if somebody put in here like just a bunch of like random letters and capitals. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of homophobic that they didn't put a key smash on here. Yeah. They're really leaving out leaving out the gays. Yeah, cuz like that is literally exactly how I respond <laughs> to anything. So I guess I guess I don't really use like ha 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 anymore or capital LOL. I usually do like lowercase lmao. Or in our group chat, we do dad yeah, we do we dad. Say That's dad. an inside joke, though. Yeah. You had to be there. <laughs> you had to be there. It was pretty funny. You can't, you can't understand. Uh, So I think I'm going to do lowercase lol. That's the one. That's like the closest. I'm, um, I do the hee hee all the time. All the time. Really? Yeah. I don't do that. I don't say hee hee, but I have been I have been noticing that I say like okay instead of okay, yeah. you know, like okay e. Yeah, I don't know why. Next question: Your boss or teachers would describe you as flexible, passionate, determined, amicable, empathetic, a big dreamer, obsessed with work, diplomatic, or hilarious. I already know what I'm choosing. What are you choosing? Hilarious. Oh. I mean, my coworkers always laugh at me. Not in a bad way, in a good way. Yeah. And I send memes every single day. Either that or passionate. I'm not sure what to pick. Because why isn't there a pleasure to have at work slash in class option? Because <laughs> I feel like I fall into that one. But what? What does amicable mean? What does it mean? Amicable? Amicable. Uh, Amicable. I gotta update myself on the definition. Amicable means 
of relations between people having a spirit of friendliness without serious disagreement or rancor. That's what that yeah, that's you. That's me. That's me. That's yeah. Me. So amicable. Okay. Oh my gosh. These questions. Buzzfeed what? Buzzfeed's weird. Okay. How did they did they ask the Marvel characters what type of French fries they like? Because <laughs> I don't how does this tell me what kind of superhero I am? It's just a filler question, you know? Yeah, but it affects your answer. <laughs> okay, anyway. It's not a filler question if it changes your answer. Okay, pick a type of french fry. Normal fries, truffle fries, waffle fries, ew, um, sweet potato fries, thick cut fries, shoestring fries, curly fries, chili cheese fries, or poutine. Which I've never had before. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's got like, uh, I think it's got, I can't remember if it's cottage cheese or feta cheese or blue cheese. I can't remember, but it's got like. It's like cheese curds. Yeah, it's got like cheese on it and gravy. Like. Yeah. Who does that? It's delicious. I've only had it like twice before. Uh, One time I had it in Seattle. I'm assuming because Washington's like right next to Canada. So like they were like, hey, let's why don't we I mean it's the closest I've ever gotten to Canada. Yeah. So and the other time I had it like at a friend's house and like her mom made it. And it wasn't it wasn't bad. But it wasn't as good as the one from Seattle, you know. Yeah. What would you choose? Why did you say ew to waffle fries? Because waffle fries are gross. Like how? They're so, because there's so much potato in one single fry, it can never be crisp and hot enough for me. Well, you can get them, like, well done. But they shouldn't have to be well done to be good. I guess that makes sense. I mean, I like mine. I only really, I think the only place I've really ever eaten waffle fries is, like, at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And I like them when they're, like, I like them when they're, like, floppy. I guess that's just me, Ew. but that's just, like, how I like them. I don't know. Not underdone. Just, like, f- you know, you could, like, curl them up or whatever. They're pretty good. But they're not my favorite. Because, I, I mean, I do agree there's too much potato. Yeah. And they get cold really fast. Yeah. And cold fries are not... I mean, you can still eat them, and they won't be... They won't be great, but... It's not like they're going to be terrible, but they're just, they're not the move when you have the option to have hot fries. Yeah. Um, my pick is uh, sweet potato fries. It's not the popular choice, but I do really like them. So They are pretty good when they're made well. Yeah. Because, like, if somebody, if, like, you can find someone to make, like, frozen sweet potato fries really good, that's a winner. But... They're only really good, I mean, the only times I've ever had them, when they're really good, is, like, from a restaurant. And they're, like, professionally made or whatever. I'm torn between either putting truffle fries or thick-cut fries. Because, like, my favorite kind of, my favorite kind of fries, at least, like, they've been my favorite kind, like, for the past year or whatever, is Wingstop fries. Wingstop fries are so good. And I feel like like truffle fries are like the closest because they're like super they're known for being like really seasoned. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna put truffle fries. Okay. Well, this tells more about being a superhero. What is the worst thing you've ever lied about? Going going deep on this one. Um being sick, liking someone's clothes, grandma dying. Fake listening, lying about seeing a movie, dating, waking up, being five minutes away, or liking someone's cooking. I don't know. Um, I don't know if this is just me, but a lot of these don't seem like something that bad to lie about. Yeah, for real. Like, I feel like the worst times I've ever lied were to my parents. Yeah. I think that's says. I'm going to say um, being sick, because... I've done that, like, a lot. <laughs> but I can get away with it, because nev- I never get sick, so it's, like, believable. Yeah, I think I'm going to put... I think I'm going to put being sick, because I 
I, especially when I was in high school, I would be sick. I would be sick all the time. Like, especially in the early years. But I don't remember why I would get sick so much. But, like, my senior year, I just, like, if I missed a rehearsal or I woke up late or something or I was responsible for, like, driving myself there, I would, like, email my director and be like, I'm sorry, uh, I had a doctor's appointment, I'll bring a note, and it was, like, a fake note, which is technically well, illegal, well, that's but bad. it's okay. Yeah, that's, <laughs> Forgery. Yeah, that's bad. yeah. Next question. Also doesn't really apply to being a superhero. Um, which sitcom would you fit best into? Seinfeld, um, The Simpsons, Modern Family, Community, Parks and Rec, 30 Rock, Friends, The Office, and How I Met Your Mother. What do you think? Um, for me. For you? Yeah. Well, I've only seen two of these shows. So, I don't know how you're going to make me pick for you. <laughs> Wait, you've seen Community and Parks and Rec? Yeah, that's it. You haven't seen The Office? No. I started watching it, but it wasn't funny enough right out the gate, so I never kept watching. I've seen all of these. Except for how I... Well, I've seen, like, an episode of How I Met Your Mother, and I've seen, like, an episode or two of, like, Seinfeld and 30 Rock and The Simpsons. The only ones that like I've mainly like sat down and watched it like in entirety are Community, Parks and Rec, and The Office. I did used to watch Modern Family a lot, but I don't think I would best fit into that. Well, what do you think that I'll fit into? Mm. I don't think you would fit into Friends. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't fit in that world. No, no. I don't think Modern Family either. Um, honestly, I'm between I'm torn between The Office and Community for you. I I mean I feel like Parks and Rec could be the option maybe if you were like April or Andy, but other than them two, I don't think you would fit in there, really. Yeah, because I don't I don't see you working for a Parks and Recreation department. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> But I feel like maybe community if like if you were like Troy or Abed or like evil Abed. <laughs> why why evil Abed? I don't know. I feel like you have a lot of satire. Satire. I mean satire, satire <laughs> and sarcasm to be evil Abed because Abed's so serious and evil Abed is very not serious. Well, he's serious, but in an evil way. Okay, I'll, I'll pick community then. I think I'm going to do The Office. Okay. Okay. Oh, God. Why do I have to do this? Ah, <laughs> uh, This one is pick a beautiful word. I don't know how to pronounce half of these. <laughs> so, excuse me, whoever invented these words, how to pronounce them. I'm going to try to say them beautifully. Lithe. Penumbra. No, you said that wrong. I, I think it's a lith. Lith. Lith? Why does that word sound like you're trying to say my name but with a lisp? Is it lift or life? Lithia. Whatever. Um, penumbra. Susurrus. Uh, ebullience. I'm pretty sure that's how you spell it. Al youth. Al oh god. Al urophile. Um, diaphanous. Or diaphanous, I'm pretty sure. Why couldn't these words be like serendipity or something like that? Why do they <laughs> have to be so complicated? Uh, Pyrrhic? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's spelled wrong. Uh, no, it's spelled right. Labyrinth? And either Halcyon or Halcyon? Mm. Wow, the way you said those. So beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. You know what was really funny? During my freshman year, I met this one guy, and I had no idea who he was. And, like, during the first week, we had to, like, come up with a list of things that were, like, quirky about us or whatever. And we had to, like, make a list and, like, say them in front of the class or whatever. It's kind of like our icebreaker. Yeah. And this, <laughs> this one guy, my friend Jason, 
he comes up to me after like we became good friends after it but he came up to me after as i was walking down the stairs and he said your voice is so like pleasing like it's so beautiful (laughs) i was like okay thank you (laughs) so i've i'd never heard that before he was like it's so soothing i could fall asleep to it i was like okay i guess not creepy at all but he's we're good friends now so what are you picking um i think i'm gonna do i'm store i'm torn between pyrrhic and labyrinth i love the word labyrinth i'm gonna do life you're doing (laughs) life yes okay i'm gonna do labyrinth all right next question how will you cure your hangover once again we're taking a <laughs> quiz about what superhero will be. <laughs> Man, BuzzFeed so goes off for these questions. This is very important, actually. Yeah. Um, I'm not even a superhero buff, and I can tell you which which one of these is for each of them. Mm. It's so obvious. Okay. I'm being sarcastic. That's, you're being sarcastic, way. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, what? <laughs> okay, the options are sleep, coffee, french fries, powering through, greasy breakfast foods, aspirin, fast food, pickles, question mark, and a drink, which I I'm assuming is like is alcohol. an alcoholic beverage, yeah. Yep, so essentially just extending the hangover. More like riding it out. Or the causes of the hangover. Yeah. I... I don't... Okay, I definitely could not do powering through. That's what I'm doing. Really? Yeah, I would power through it. Hell no. I could not power through it. I mean, I've never... (gasps) I saw my answer. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay, well, don't tell me yet, but... um, Okay. I could never... I, I just because, like, I get really bad migraines, and when I get migraines, I hate it. So, like, I have a feeling that when I'm hungover, I'll most likely get, like, really bad migraines. Um, like, like I've never... Obviously, we're not old enough to get legally drunk and, like, like that drunk, like, drunk enough to have a hangover, like, from a bar. Yeah. But I've got... I feel like I've gotten drunk before, like, I've caused a hangover before, not from alcohol, but, like, from either, like, sweets or like too much food or like what like like it's a it's a food hangover is a thing are you sure well so like like morning after you ate a lot the night before or like you or not sleeping well like not sleeping well can induce like a hangover type feeling oh really or whatever and when i get migraines yeah when i get migraine because it, it slows down everything um, I usually go straight for like taking some some like pain relievers or whatever. But I feel like if I have a hangover, I'm probably just gonna wanna Yeah, I think I'm gonna do aspirin. Cause like I feel like that sleep wouldn't help. I could I can't sleep through a headache. So either that or fast food. No, but that would just make me sick. So I'm gonna do aspirin. Okay, what did what did you get? I got Captain America. <gasps> you got Captain America? Yeah. No way. Okay, read it out. Read out what yours says. All right. The description says, you believe you're nothing if not a good neighbor. In high school, you were the type of person who would offer to help someone clean up their front yard after the cool kids TP'd it because you were just that kind. Politeness is your jam. And why wouldn't it be? You know that people respect those who give respect. Wow. Wow. So you are a army vet who got stuck into a thing, made his muscles real big, and then got frozen. Like 50 years or something. And now you're like big boy and you are part of the Avengers. Yeah, that sounds like me. I'm an Avenger too. I'm an Avenger as well. I am. This makes me feel feel cool. (laughs) I am Black Widow or Natasha Romanoff. Ooh, you're Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, I'm Scarlett Johansson. Wow, how diverse. 
The picture for it is amazing. Um, it says, you're a fixer, a closer, a doer. The type of person who is the first one in and the last one out. Because if there's anyone you trust to get something done, it's you. You used to hate group projects in high school, too many variables, and you ended up just doing all the work anyway. But hey, it served you well. That's true. Mm. I did not like having to do like, I didn't really hate group projects, but I didn't necessarily like doing them as much because there would always be kids who were like, yeah, I'm going to do my part and then they do nothing. And then like I end up doing almost 100% of the work and they get an equal amount of credit, which kind of sucks. But hey, I'm freaking like a, I'm an assassin, dude. I, I'm getting my own movie this year. You already got three movies, though. Ha <laughs> ha. But hey, we fight by we fight by each other's side because we're both both Avengers. Yeah. Oh wait, but I'm dead. <laughs> uh, I just realized <laughs> I'm dead. Damn. I die in I um. Spoiler alert. I don't mean to spoil this for anyone, but I mean if you haven't seen it, are you living under a rock? It's been like two years. In Endgame, Black Widow dies. Oh yeah, I forgot <laughs> so about I'm that. So I'm dead. But hey, yeah, I'm dead. How great! And you get to freaking wield Thor's hammer. It's not my fault you chose to be a corpse. Okay, whatever. A lame corpse with zero movies. <laughs> Now, that quiz was much longer than I expected. You didn't look it over first? No, I didn't, but who cares? Um, anyway, since it was much longer, we're going to have to cut the segment a little bit short. So, essentially, Wonder Woman 84. It's been like 70 years since the events of Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman the first movie. And I feel like the only thing, like I watched it, the first time that I watched it was the day that it came out. Which was, incidentally, Christmas Day. And I watched it, and I thought it was good. You know, I thought it was good for a movie. It was, like, you know, cinematic and everything. And it was intense, like I thought it was going to be. But I feel like the ending wasn't that pleasing. And uh, just some... There were, like, so many plot holes. You know, and obviously, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it. And um, if you haven't seen it, in the description of this episode, we have a timestamp where you can come back and it's safe and spoiler free. So if you haven't seen it, this is your final warning to go to the description and get that timestamp. Spoiler alert, Steve comes back from the first movie, the war pilot or whatever, Diana's boyfriend. Um, and it's because she's like, she misses him and she wishes on some crystal. She's like, she doesn't even say that she wishes for it. She just says after uh, whatever the other girl's name was, Kristen Wiig. Was it Kristen Wiig? Was the other character right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when she like asks her like, what do you even think you would wish for? Like she says, I don't even know what I would wish for. And then Wonder Woman's like, I do. Yeah. She doesn't even say I wish for blah, blah, blah. She just says, I do. And then the next day, he's back. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah. I just feel like it didn't... Like, I don't know if it's written in the comics, because I obviously haven't read the Wonder Woman comics. But it just... Did they, like, run out of ideas or something? I don't know. Like, there Maybe she is... wanted it so bad. I don't it know. Just happened. It just happened. There's just, like, there's so many plot holes with him coming back. Like, how does that, how does that work? I don't know. Like, what did you, what did you think? Like, what were your initial thoughts, like, after you watched it? Well, um, I didn't like the movie, actually. From, like, a, from, like, a plot standpoint? Or, like, from a, just, like, overall standpoint, you didn't like it? Well, Overall, I didn't really like like it. Um, I don't know. I felt like... Um, I know, like, you obviously can't focus, like, on the action the whole time or whatever. Yeah. But I f feel like... But they... 
really spent too much time on like things that didn't matter like at all yeah like that like four minute scene of uh diana getting steve dressed like yeah what? that was unnecessary like, they were tr- i think they were trying to do like the um you know the like transformation scene or whatever it just didn't fit in though yeah i mean like and it wasn't even like that big of a transformation or whatever they wanted to give you the steve fish out of water moment yeah but it didn't need to like be like so much of it because it didn't really matter that steve didn't like know anything about this time like it has nothing to do with the plot really yeah because like that was expected he they literally brought him back from the dead yeah from 70 years ago <laughs> like he died in i believe it was world war one when they were when the the movie took place i'm pretty sure it was world war one war ugh, i can't speak world, world war one <laughs> <laughs> um when it took place or whatever but it just it didn't make sense to me like that scene and uh you know the first like the robbery scene or whatever like the first when they first when there's like a bunch there's like these four guys that like try to slyly rob a jewelry store in a mall and like that's how they like introduce her or whatever but it just it seemed so unnecessary because like we had already seen like from the beginning of the movie the beginning of the movie starts off with like a flashback no, it was necessary you think it was necessary the form like the they find the stone there i guess it was yeah, because but... she apprehended the criminals that they found all the those uh, artifacts that were in the jewelry store yeah i guess yeah but like i just felt like they could have introduced it differently you know like instead of instead of them being robbed from a jewelry store and the jewelry store selling it on the black market like I don't know if real jewelry stores do that, but I don't think they do. I, I don't think that's a thing that, like, Jared's is doing in their spare well, time. Well, you wouldn't know because it's the black market. Well, Only yeah. the people in the know will know. <laughs> well, yeah, but it would have made much more sense if they just had it already as a artifact in that they were going to put on display, like, in the Smithsonian. Not something got, that almost got stolen. Like, it just... It didn't seem like it flowed well. Yeah. Like, because the initial question was this new girl, Kristen Wiig, she gets hired by the Smithsonian where Diana works and that's how they like that that's how their paths meet and the FBI asks her to identify like twenty artifacts and the stone is one of them. But how did the FBI get involved with a robbery of a jewelry store. Like, I understand that there were ancient artifacts, but that doesn't make sense to me for the FBI to have to get involved. Well, it's... They were being sold on the black market. Okay, then investigate the black market. They don't need to investigate the artifacts. Well, maybe they want to know where they're, like, getting their stuff at. I don't know. It just... It just felt like, and like everyone's wish is coming true. Like, sure, yeah, that's the. But why would he? I, I don't know. It's just like when he, remember whenever he went to like Egypt, and he talked to that one guy, and he was like, "Okay, I'll grant you your wish or whatever if you give me all of your shares in oil," and then all of a sudden he says, "I sold my shares." Like it would have made so much more sense if, he, like. Because, you know, he was reading magazines, right? That, like, had information about his oil shares and they were, like, reporting on, like, how he obtained them. Wouldn't they report on the fact that he sold them? So why didn't he read that before he went there? I don't know. It just, that's a, that, that makes no sense to me. But I think they made it like a, I think they made it a plot point for him to go to Egypt so they could have that like, 
action-packed car chase scene, you know, where they're on that, where she has to literally, like, jump in between vehicles, like, moving vehicles and being shot at and stuff. Yeah. Like, obviously, that was the reason for it, but I just feel like they were only really focusing on, okay, this is a superhero movie. We need to make it as intense and action-packed as possible instead of being like this is a movie (laughs) we need to make it plot packed and we need to make the story the focus I mean you can't do it all in every movie sometimes you have to like pick one thing that you want to do and then like stick with it or whatever yeah but like, like, like you said about the the Steve makeover, you know, that was like four or five minutes long. I feel like what they were trying to do was like involve different like genres or whatever into the movie to make it seem more interesting. But genres of what? I mean, like, well, just like pieces from genres. Like, I feel like I would see that kind of transformation scene of like a boyfriend who doesn't know what he's wearing. In, like, a rom-com. Like, a makeover scene in, like, a rom-com. From, like, the 80s. Like, Can't Buy Me Love with um, Patrick Swayze. There's a huge, like, makeover scene so he'll fit in with the popular people. So maybe they were just trying to pull that in so, like, people would, I don't know, be more attracted to it. But, like, from the beginning of the movie, we're literally watching her as an Amazonian warrior... As a very young girl, like, winning this, well, almost winning, this, like, trial of champions. And then they go into, oh my gosh, my boyfriend's back. I gotta restyle him and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It just felt very, um, unnecessary. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like, because, like, that's, I feel like like plot and like canon like things being canon and like falling into like a story timeline is something that marvel hits that dc just like doesn't ever seem to hit yeah like people will do like like deep dives on like the marvel movies because the people who write and direct um and do like the filming of marvel films they do their research, you know. I'm not saying that the DC people don't do the same thing, but like when I saw Suicide Squad the first time when I was young, I was like, "Oh, this is funny," but then like now when I watch it, I'm like, "This movie is so bad." Did you know it's embarrassing? I I only went to see that movie because Cara Delevingne was in it. Uh I mean, yeah. Hey. I'm sure you're not the only one who went to go see it just because Cara Delevingne was in it. I'm sure people probably went to go see it just because Margot Robbie was playing a very sexed up version of Harley Quinn. Yeah. But it just, it seemed like, it always seems like Marvel hits so many more points than DC does. Like, I remember when Batman versus Superman came out and everyone hated it. And, like... Their movies never, like, they don't, like, when I watch them, they just don't seem to connect and, like, interlock. And obviously they're supposed to because of, hello, Justice League. You know, like, Justice League is the DC's Avengers. But, like, when you watch, like, the Marvel movies of how they lead up to the Avengers, like the Iron Man movies and uh, the Captain America movies and stuff, you see how the timeline fits and, like, how it all locks together. Yeah. But, like, when you watch DC movies, it's not the same experience. So, I feel like Marvel movies are, like, they always... They're not always going to be great. There's some movies um, that are just not the best or they just don't have the best moments. Um, But with the same budget, I feel like because I'm sure Wonder Woman had a huge budget. Yeah. But with that, like, with the same budget as, like, a Marvel movie, you have to at least try to meet the standards. So now that we've talked about superheroes and found out what superheroes we are and talked about 
our you know childhood crushes and just a bunch of personality stuff i think we're gonna cap this episode we've talked a lot yeah <laughs> today and that's probably because we haven't fiona and i haven't been able to talk in a while like this because um school oh we've been able to talk well we've been able to you've text. been ignoring me been ignoring you i've been really busy with work and with family stuff and uh with school stuff you know being a healthcare major is not easy (laughs) and it takes up a lot of my time but anyway we're gonna end this episode um like we end in every single episode uh you can find us on i am on instagram and twitter at Liz Ann Harkins. Um, and then Fiona, where can we find you? Um, I'm on Twitter and Tumblr at WLW Rising. So, so we're going to put our, those links will obviously be in our bio like usual. Um, and hopefully everyone is staying safe because COVID is still a thing. And if you're getting vaccinated, go you. And if you're not, well, even if you are, uh, just make sure to keep on wearing your masks and keep on being cautious and staying safe. And we will talk some more to y'all, hopefully, in the next week. Yep. All right. Adios. Bye.